Hello, anime fans, and welcome to another, I guess, chibi shonen tell, where I am going to tell you that you need to be watching Hell's Paradise, aka Jigoku Raku. This show is, is so good. This is actually also a rare example of something that I am recommending and I have not experienced the entirety of the manga. I've only watched the anime that is available right now, which is the first season, but it is so full of the things that I love about storytelling. Specifically, it has a lot of things that I look for in anime and manga more than just stories at large. And I'll get into what those are in a minute. Now, the next episode of Attack on Titan for the big three is recorded, but I want to leave a little bit of a pocket um, so that the last couple episodes of that can come out all in one go. No problems and no delays. So until then, I'm going to fill time with some anime recommendations. So Hell's Paradise. It is a show about a bunch of people, essentially the Suicide Squad, go to this weird island to try and get an elixir of everlasting life for the Japanese shogunate. That's it. Have a good one. No, just kidding. So that is the vague, vague, vague premise of it. Suicide Squad in the Samurai Times. There you go. But no, what what is actually really great about this show is the ensemble cast. We have two basically main characters in uh, Sagiri and Gabimaru. And so I say that there are two because the whole theme, the whole vibe of Hell's Paradise, and you can kind of get this from the name as well, it's all about duality. It's all about yin and yang, tao, uh, a bunch of stuff. And that makes itself very apparent as things get going in the first season. So it's a show about opposites. It's a show about compliments. It's a show about opposites working together for a common goal. And when I say opposites, and I say that it's basically the Suicide Squad with a bunch of criminals, what is the opposite of that? Well, it's literally executioners. Yes, since this is Suicide Squad and Samurai times, they can't just <laughs> have their heads blow up if something goes wrong. They need to get their heads cut off. So Sagiri, she is from a very prestigious clan of executioners, basically. And because it's, you know, heightened anime shit, like that clan of people is like the best at chopping people's heads off no matter what. This is a slightly heightened reality in the Japan that they live in. There are huge weird dudes. There's people that know how to use ninjutsu and it's not just tricks. Like our main character, Gabimaru, knows how to do like this move called ascetic blaze, which makes like rainbow colored fire. It's really beautiful. So that Suicide Squad uh, is paired up, each of them, with an executioner and they set forth to this island that is rumored to have the elixir of life. They get there immediately. Shit is horribly fucked immediately. There are monsters that resemble religious figures from like many, many different religions. There's Taoism, there's Buddhism, there's a bunch of shit going on and none of it really matches up, which is one of 
the things that the smart people say when they show up that, hey, this is a mismatch of vibes. And there's a really good reason for that. I'm going to try to spoil as little as possible with giving you guys the, the hook of the story and talk a little bit about what happens in the latter half of the season and some of the starts to answers for this mystery. But it honestly reminds me a lot of Attack on Titan in terms of having an ensemble cast, a compelling weird mystery, a power system that is not fully explained to the protagonist, but the enemies know it. Strong, 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 strong theming as well. Like I said, if you look for the theme of duality and yin and yang and all that kind of stuff, you're going to start seeing little examples of complements and opposites and the combination of strong and weak and all of those sorts of things you're going to see it happen a lot at least i did with my you know film school brain but now that i said it if you watch it you're going to see it too so our main character gabi maru is known as gabi maru the hollow he is like he fancies himself a heartless killer and he i mean he starts out the series with uh a failed execution attempt on him he is about to be beheaded but he's just too fucking strong the sword doesn't go through his neck and he's like bored of this he's like god damn it he seems to want to leave the sort of crime and like he he seems to like lament being a criminal because he has some other thing about his life that he cares about and later on we see gabby motor's deep dark secret he's a fucking wife guy Basically, he settled down with the daughter of the leader of his ninja clan. She is a beautiful lady with a big scar on her face. Uh, but Gabi Maru says that it doesn't bother him and says that, you know, she shouldn't hide it. It's part of what makes her beautiful, all that sort of stuff. So you start to see the, you know, the little dualities and opposites start to happen right there. And again, Gabi Maru says he's the hollow, but his whole purpose is... I'm a fucking wife guy and I want to come back from this mission and get pardoned by the shogunate so that I can just have a nice life with my nice wife. Like I said, though, on the island, things go south extremely quickly. A lot of people die. A lot of people lose limbs. It's a really grim scene in the beginning. But then the people that survive start to make sense of what's going on and they eventually meet other entities that are not from outside of the island basically that's like the main overview so if you don't want any more spoilers i'm going to talk about the rest of the first season that's out just because i'm very hype on it still and it is sticking in my brain and it's making me think about it in the way that only like a really good show can do for me so if you go and watch it uh let me know in the discord what you thought of that but if you're still not convinced or want to hear a little bit more, here goes. Gabi Maru and Sagiri are basically teaming up with two other criminal and executioner pairs that are with them, and they want to work together to find this elixir of life to get the fuck off the island, go back to the shogunate, bring the elixir, and then get pardoned for their crimes so they everybody can get on with their lives. Problem is, nobody has ever made it back from the island. Well, they do, but they show up as essentially corpses 
in the boats that they left in and they are kind of like at one percent health and they have flowers growing all over their body and then they eventually die and they die with the this immense like smile on their face they look overjoyed to be overrun with these flowers fucked up so many people have gone to this island but obviously none of them have returned and it's been like many 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 years so where are all those people going well you guys know nathan's razor by now any uh, the simplest answer is they got turned into goop uh they got the people got turned into goop and drank by the people that are really in charge of the island the tensen they are seven people that have insane weird magic abilities that seem to gel with the island and as conflicts happen with many of the other criminals and executioners and stuff like that there seems to be a semblance where the strong of them are surviving based off of being in touch with something called tau which is the like main power system in hell's paradise it's not about screaming until your power is overwhelming. It's not about punching all of your problems away. Some people's Tau abilities have nothing to do with combat in and of themselves. Everybody has a little bit of Tau, but being able to use it and use it effectively is what makes the difference between just somebody who's like really good at martial arts and somebody who can literally summon fire out of nowhere. And then you go to the Tencent, who are the, you know, the masters using Tao, and they explain a lot about how it works. Some of it is really cool. A lot of it is really morbid and, like, disgusting, because you find out that essentially what the Tencent are is just, like, turbo hedonists. They're on this island and they just, they, the girls just want to have fun. Or boys, they are literally both. They go back and forth between being male and female in order to use different aspects or different kinds of their Tao, which I think if you go with the theme of duality, it's like, oh, that's really cool. And hey, I mean, that's high praise coming from somebody who's non-binary, right? The Tencent, the, like the big bad guys are so cool to me because they're very detached from reality because of being on this island for so long and doing these like weird hedonistic things with weird forbidden magic they're essentially aliens now and these country bumpkins from you know terrestrial japan show up and say please give me the good good drink i gotta take it home so that the law can forgive me Basically, the ten center like, okay, I who cares about that? And also, there's no such thing as like the elixir of life. There's there's no such thing. We have this thing called uh, tan. Tan is a thing that you can drink, and it might make you powerful. Um, and so, how we make tan is we don't quite kill people and we put them in a pit until our flowers can consume them and then it turns them into goop and then we eat that goop and that's how we get strong and so uh-oh the entire premise for why they're there is just blown away in a second but gabi maru is a wife guy and needs to get back to 
his wife. So that's essentially the broad strokes main character's vibe for Hell's Paradise. And again, I have not read the manga. I am just as far as it is possible for anybody with just a subscription to Crunchyroll can get. I highly recommend it, and I know that it stays good just because of friends that I have that have read the entire manga, which is complete, by the way. Uh, also, like, I, I know a lot of you probably aren't going to get this, but fucking Sheena Ringo does the OP. She is a guest star for the band that does the OP, which slaps super hard. If you don't know who Sheena Ringo is, look her up. She's just been around for forever in the Japanese music scene and her just randomly doing an anime opening at this point in her career is like awesome. So yeah, that's it. I want you to let me know in the Discord or in the Spotify questions, which is yes, a thing that is real and no, I don't know how to feel about it. Let me know if you are already watching or reading Hell's Paradise. Let me know if this pitch has landed for you and you're gonna start watching or reading Hell's Paradise. Additionally, if you have other anime to recommend to me, you can definitely also put that stuff in the Discord or the Spotify questions. So that's going to be it for this. Anime, extremely good. You can blow through this season. It's just 12 or 13 episodes. You can blow through it in a, in a, in a day with some snacks if you wanted to, right? So definitely check it out and report back to me. That is your assignment. And with that, I will see you guys later. You can find me on Twitter at, at @victoryposition. You can find the show at the Big 3 MHA on Twitter. And with that, I hope you guys have a good day today and every day thereafter or else.